Welcome to the TNL Talks podcast. I'm Chris Galloway, Director of Secondary Learning, Advanced Academics, and Assessments for Floresville ISD. And I'm Irma Guerra, Director of Elementary Learning and Federal Programs here in Floresville ISD. We have a very special guest today joining us on our podcast, as promised from last episode, Dr. Bays. I'm so excited that she's going to take some time to meet with us and really talk about the direction of our district, talk a little bit about what happened this summer, and then really um, give us a vision going into the 1920 school year. I agree. I can't wait to talk to her. I know she's super busy, so it's a special opportunity that she's taking the time to meet with us right before we start the new school year of 2019-2020. Uh, so I think it's going to be a great interview, so I can't wait. So we're here today with our superintendent, Dr. Bays. Welcome, Dr. Bays. Well, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, we're excited. So um, we've had a very productive summer here in FISD. And so um, over the summer, what are some of the highlights that you we had from the summer activities? Well, we really have been working hard all summer long to get ready for this school year. And when I think about highlights, I think the first thing that comes to mind is some of the professional development that we've offered. Uh, this summer. Mm -hmm. So we are really trying to think outside the box when it comes to how to deliver professional development, just like we want our teachers to think outside the box as they're delivering instruction to students. So one of the things that I think is really cool that we did this summer was an online book study. And Dr. Galloway, you, you've been a part of that. And <laughs> nice. so I think that that's been a, it's a new and different format uh, for our teachers that we haven't really offered in the past. And and uh, I've heard a lot of positive comments about that. Uh, we've also, we've asked for teacher input when it uh, you know, comes to what, what are they feeling like they're needing so that we can provide a variety of options for mm -hmm. our teachers to choose from and, and uh, even offering the trade day this year, mm -hmm. giving them some choice. So again, trying to model for them what we're wanting them to do in the classroom. Uh, mm -hmm. for our with our kiddos and then I have to say this podcast is pretty cool yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, you know, it's been just, fun yeah. yeah so jumping out there doing something new and innovative you know taking a risk and so I give you two credit for uh for doing that well I appreciate that yeah so I think that the um the stuff we've been doing with the the professional development it's really been um opening uh, a lot of opportunities for our, our staff and um, there's been a lot of participation on the Padlet for the GT article study that we did and mm -hmm. um, we've heard a lot of great things about it and I think the podcast is starting to take off so yeah we're excited yeah, about we it. We even have one teacher at middle school Megan uh, Aguilar the mm -hmm. art teacher who uh, emailed Dr. Galloway and was wanting to start her own podcast she's going to start her own in her classroom and shout out to her because she redid our design for our logo that we have on the podcast so Kudos to her, and thank you for helping out because it came out really nice. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great of so. Megan. That doesn't surprise me either. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we've heard a lot about something called Skyward this mm. summer. So do you want to kind of tell uh, our listeners a little bit about what Skyward is? Yes, I'd be glad to. In fact, that was one of the things I really was wanting to, to highlight. So it's a new student uh, and business management system that the district is moving forward this year. We actually had a committee that came together last year and studied several different options, and this was uh, their recommendation. 
Um, and I don't think that there has been one single day this summer that has gone by that there hasn't been something going on with training or transitioning data uh, to prepare us for, uh, for this skyward uh, transition. And it's going to help. It's really going to help teachers and, and all staff members. It's going to help them work more efficiently and effectively. And it's really going to be more user-friendly um, for our parents, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, let's be honest. Change is always, you know, a little scary, a little painful. So, we, you know, there have been some challenges as we're working through it. But I really think that uh, as we're beginning the year, um, it's going to, to help the district run more efficiently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and more effectively. Well, I'll tell you, uh, Dr. Bays, uh, Irma and I have been to several professional developments over the summer with people from other districts. Mm-hmm. And those districts that have Skyward have been raving about the, the great things that can happen with Skyward. And so we're super excited mm-hmm. because in the past we had to go to like four different platforms to, to get the same information mm-hmm. that we'll be able to pull just strictly straight from Skyward. So right. we're excited Wonderful. to see that happen. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And I, I too have heard positive things from other districts. And, and everyone said, just get through the transition Mm -hmm. and it's going to be well worth it so that's what we're doing (laughs) so dr bay something else that we really embarked on last year was working with our strategic plan and i was fortunate enough to kind of be on some of the committees at the very beginning when we started inviting community members and various other stakeholders uh, just to participate in that process so if you wouldn't mind just taking a few moments and telling us exactly about the strategic plan how did this process get started and what are the long-term goals that you're really envisioning for Floresville ISD well I will say it, it's been a long process actually about five years ago uh, we were feeling like we it was really important to hear from all of our stakeholders you know it's not Sherry Bay's district um, what do our stakeholders want for our students and from our district and so as a result of that work over the last couple, uh, five years, we've created documents that communicate uh, what we want to happen, you know, what we call the end in mind. So, mm-hmm. for example, we have the portrait of a graduate, which mm-hmm. talks about, you know, what, what do our kids need to be able to do as they graduate and go out into the 21st century workforce? Uh, we've developed core beliefs, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the beliefs that are important to our community, and we need to be living those. Uh, within the district. And then our school board was so passionate about the portrait of a graduate that they actually adopted that as a part of, as the mission statement. So what we didn't have was the work that we started uh, last year and that was to accomplish, how do we go about accomplishing those things? Mm -hmm. You know, what are the specific processes for uh, how to get that work done? And the strategic plan not only gives us goals, but outlines how we will strategically make these things happen. And so I'm really proud to say that our goals are very student-centered, and this year our work will focus on the strategies that make them really come to life. So we'll we'll accomplish all of that work by ensuring that each student has opportunities to discover their passion and their purpose, uh, by making sure that they know they have strengths. Each of them have their own strengths and talents and providing them opportunities like service learning to even discover discover some areas of interests. Um, we also wanna cultivate their social and emotional intelligence uh, in all of our students, which means that they literally have the tools to make decisions that make sense not only for themselves, 
but for um, others around them as well. Well, Dr. Bates, I have to say on a personal note, um, speaking into the portrait of a graduate, uh, it, it's done more than I think than, than you know, because for me, when I applied for my current position, I really researched our district and I came across the portrait of a graduate. And it really was the portrait of a graduate that made me um, fill out that application because I felt like it aligned with my beliefs as an educator mm -hmm. and how we can help students get to that next level after high school. And so I felt that this was a, a perfect district to be in and then when I got here I saw the values were exactly that and then we started the strategic planning process mm -hmm. and I realized that you know that was the blueprint and really the strategic planning process is the roadmap that's going to help our kids get there and really make it a reality for them. Mm -hmm. I've even seen uh, lately in some of the universities that um, I've gotten to go to where they have a, their own strategic plan and so it's really neat to see how you know a lot of the things that we're doing are correlating to what universities and organizations also do. I know, um, you know, you got to talk a little bit at Welcome Back about the Center for the Intrepid, and we learned about, you know, their goals and their plan for growing as an organization. And so what we're doing really is in line with what other organizations and universities are doing. And so it's really going to be uh, very beneficial for us looking towards the future. Yeah, I agree 100%. And so when staff members hear this podcast, um, and, and you're going to probably talk a, a little bit more about stakeholders, um, but when they hear this podcast, if they want to get involved with one of the tactic teams, if there's something they're passionate about, can they still get a hold of their administrator and, and volunteer to be a part of that process? Yes, they certainly can still get involved. We've got a lot of work ahead of us still. Anytime that I have the opportunity to speak about the strategic plan or, um, or write about it, I always include that we would love for anyone interested to uh, get involved in that process. We will continue to have meetings this year uh, as we work through the strategic plan because it really is a living document. We have to talk about what's going, what's going well, where are our challenges, do we need to make some adjustments. And I'm also really excited about reporting back uh, to the original, original strategic plan mm -hmm. committee uh, mid-year mid, mid uh, and to let them hear our progress mm -hmm. and to get their feedback. Is this what they were thinking? Um, are we moving in the direction that we need to be going? Great. And so when you talk about um, the stakeholders that were involved in the strategic plan process, describe a little bit or tell us a little bit about who are the stakeholders that were involved in the process. Okay, so within the district, our stakeholders are teachers, we have counselors, uh, we have had uh, some of our office staff who have said that they were interested in being a part of the process, and our students have always had a voice in every one of these documents that I've talked about creating, including the strategic plan. And then looking at the community, we've been able to, of course, include parents, um, we've had grandparents, we've had business owners, uh, we've had clergy, and so really, I mean, it's just Everybody. been an, an open <laughs> so invite to Everybody. anyone yeah, who wanted to come. Mm -hmm. uh, what I think is great about that is it's our district being transparent. Right. And really listening to the voices of, of the community and the people who are driving our school district, and they really get a voice in it. So I think that's awesome. Well, it's just amazing how many people are coming together for one cause, right? And they're really interested and have um, really a lot of interest in what we're mm -hmm. doing as a district to move forward. So it's definitely wonderful to have that input. So looking to this year, what can staff members in the district expect for that work to look like um, for the 1920 school year. 
Well, so we're definitely going to be focused on the strategies of the strategic plan. And the good news is we literally have a document uh, that tells us what to do. It gives us our, our marching orders. Um, so the strategic plan overview identifies tactics and actions that tell us exactly what the work should look like throughout the year. And there are so many things that are going to be happening. Uh, mm -hmm. Like we're going to see, uh, we're going to conduct a student interest survey. Uh, we've trained and implemented capturing hearts as well as restorative practices. We're, we're going to incorporate strengths-based announcements on campuses and identify potential uh, collaborative spaces and, and redesign them for the campuses. And we're also going to be focusing on student-centered instructional models. Uh, so there are a lot of different uh, things that they are going to be seeing this year that are all uh, directly connected to the strategic plan and, uh, you know, keeping in mind, developed by all of the stakeholders that have been involved in that process along the way. It sounds like so much fun. I'm excited to see where it takes us. And I know it's going to be a long process and it's not always going to be perfect, but um, I think we, we can well, get through it. Well, that happens anytime you yep. try something new. I mean, it always, there are challenges along the way, but we know what our end goal is in mind. Mm -hmm. And we know what's important to the community, the staff, mm -hmm. the students. And keep in mind that it's not a sprint. You know, it's really a marathon and our strategic plan timeline stretches out at this point to 2023. So this isn't just about, uh, you know, checking things off a list. It's about changing our culture so that FISD pr uh, produces 21st century graduates who are lifelong learners that are truly prepared uh, for a prosperous life. Yeah, I agree with that statement. I think that that's the key, and we have to model that as adults and continue mm -hmm. to grow professionally um, and be lifelong learners as well. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of being models of that for our students and our community and our staff, um, after our Leadership Development Institute this summer, the groups came back and we really discussed the importance of growth mindset and taking risk. So talk a little bit about what that institute this summer entailed um, and what does that mean for the staff members in Floresville ISD? Well, the, uh, the training that the district leadership team participated in this summer was really focused on creating an environment where innovation is embraced and supported. Uh, I also wanted to emphasize the importance and the power of relationships. So we visited the Center for the Intrepid, which is known for its innovation and personalized patient care. And then we also partnered with a few other uh, civic organizations to uh, complete some service projects. So one of the points I really wanted to drive home is like the Center for the Intrepid, we as educators can create life impacting relationships that really have the power uh, to change the future. I feel like whenever we did, um, you know, our own service learning project that we ourselves were doing some of this team building and relationship building um, amongst, you know, each other as colleagues. So I know you showed, you know, some pictures of what we did this summer, but you want to just talk a little bit about it for those in the community that maybe, you know, don't know about what we did outside of the four walls in our district. 
Okay, yeah. Um, so we, uh, we worked jointly with a couple of other organizations to uh, renovate a house that uh, belongs to one of our grandparents. And she has several grandchildren living with her. Uh, and they attend FISD. And so um, a local contractor uh, came in and did some work replacing the, the, some rotted wood and, and then uh, the, some of uh, the city has, uh, provided paint and supplies mm -hmm. and those kinds of things. And then the district leadership team came in and uh, literally painted the house. Uh, uh, it took a couple of hours to get that done. We did some landscaping. And, some hard labor. Yeah, uh, yeah some hard labor. But um, the final product just it looked amazing. And uh, and everybody, you know, it, it was a win-win. I mean, uh, we were, I think the family definitely benefit from it. But uh, we benefit from the giving and the time together as well. And then at the same time, there was an, uh, the other half of the leadership team was working on um, the Lodi basketball court mm -hmm. and uh, so you know some of the rooms were gone uh, so those were replaced we painted black uh, uh, backboards and the, the poles and you know in some cases our, our kiddos were having to like get rocks to draw the lines mm -hmm. where they to get see where the free shot line oh, was. I remember doing that when I was yeah. a kid. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we were able to go and you know paint the lines for them we planted some trees that were donated by HEB and and some benches were, were put in and uh, just to watch their their kids play basketball because there there really isn't a there wasn't a place for them to sit and to mm -hmm watch their kids play basketball. Well, I'll say Dr. Bass, you know, later on that evening, I had I had another meeting to go to and I came back and drove around there and the kids, there were kids out there playing. They looked so happy, um, you know, running around playing basketball. And it really just felt good to see that in our community, we were able to have, even if it was just a small difference that we made for them, but some difference in the community. And it, it was really nice seeing that. I agree 100%. For me personally, I felt connected to the community, something that um, was a good experience for mm -hmm. me being from, um, you know, coming outside the right. community. Uh, and I believe that that road, it, it doesn't seem like a well-traveled road, but while we were out there, it seemed like a whole lot of traffic because oh, yeah. word was spreading quickly <laughs> what we were doing. <laughs> and, and it started spreading on social media and they're like, what's going on? And, yeah. and so it was excited, uh, exciting to see the, the people in the community be excited about what we were doing. And the neat thing is everybody on the leadership development team um, or that participated in the Leadership Development Institute, their first question was, what are we going to do next year? Yep. Right. So it's really awesome that, you know, we want to continue doing this and really make that something that we do every year. Because mm -hmm. we do, uh, a lot of times we think that we don't have much control outside of the four walls of the classroom sure. or mm -hmm. the campus. And, and I think this is a great example that we actually do have some control over that. Dr. Bates, we are about to start a new school year, and, and the 2019-20 school year is just literally around the corner next week. Um, so what are some of the goals that our district has for this school year? Well, th my goal is to keep the district focused on the work of the strategic mm -hmm. plan. Uh, this work is very important to our community. Uh, after all, they're the ones that really designed it. And it really is what's best for kids. I mean, who wouldn't want their own child to be in a school district that helps them to maximize their potential or to be a lifelong learner that's truly is prepared for their future, whatever that might be, the college, college military, uh, career, some kind of certifications. And who doesn't want their child to be a contributing member of our global society? 
so these really are bold and audacious goals. They're not easily accomplished, and we will not always uh, get the result we want, mm-hmm. quite honestly. But this year, uh, I will work to keep us focused on the strategic plan at Forgeville ISD, just making sure it's a living document that we base decisions on and that we anchor back to uh, on a daily basis. Well, thank you, Dr. Bay, yeah. so much for being you know, an inspiring leader, for working with us always to make good decisions for the kids, um, for the community, for the staff. You definitely are very inspirational and um, you know you definitely lead the district in a positive direction and I cannot appreciate uh, say enough in appreciation for all the work that you do and, and I think I I speak for the community um, and for the staff when I say that because we really are appreciative of all of the hard work and all of the efforts that you put into the district. I agree 100% and I feel that you know the innovation that you're seeing in our district um, the podcast is you allowing us to take risks as mm-hmm. employees and you know you have an open door policy and even with the grand rounding and we could spend a whole nother podcast just talking about all the great things going on <laughs> but you know those type of things show us that your leadership you're open to to new and innovative ideas and allow us to take the risks that we want to take um, and I'm excited where Me 2019 too. and 2020 is going to take us and I'm excited to see where we're going to be at when we celebrate our 100 year anniversary coming up soon that's oh, right that's right around the corner yep. it's going to be the best school year yet I, I think guarantee so too. it all right I'm well, looking forward to thank it. you so much Dr. Bates Thank Appreciate you your, your time. time. I know you're busy. You're very welcome. That was such a great interview with Dr. Bays. That was really fun. It was nice to sit down um, and just get to have a conversation with her for a few moments. Hopefully, all of you enjoyed it just as much as we did. Uh, it was great to hear where her vision is and where we're headed as a district. So I'm super excited to see how we end this year and um, see where the district leads. I agree. Okay, so uh, episode four is in the books. If you want to get a hold of us for any ideas that you have for the podcast, please email us at iGuerra at FISD.us or C Galloway at FISD.us. Until next time. Bye. bye.